forever. Dog. What's your dentist's name? We'll say at the count of three our dentist's name. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, one, one, two, two, three. three. Doctor. Taking Doctor hold the tooth. Cookie Monster. Okay. What was yours now? What'd you say, Brett? Oh, I said taking applications. You don't have a dentist? I'm between dentists. Brett. I don't get it. What you should be between is your teeth with some floss. Yes, exactly. Your toothuses. Now, what did you say, Julie? Your dentist's name is? Dr. Cookie Monster. Dr. Cookie Monster. And mine is Dr. Pulled the Tooth. <laughs> it's a very uh, prestigious dentist. <laughs> is that all he does? He's Paul the Tooth. But he changed it to That's pull. That's it? He changed it to pull. Actually, I don't think it says doctor in front of his name, actually. Oh, no. Mister? It says Mister. Self doc. Mm-hmm. Do you think le- people would let me uh, put them in paper gowns? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think you don't even have to do that. I think if you started telling people to put on paper gowns, you'd probably get a get a forty percent success rate <laughs> right off the top without doctor. You just act like you're busy. All right. Okay. You just like come into the room, act like like yeah. look at a chart. Okay. I need you to put that I paper put robot. On. I'll be right back in. Right. Julie, I'm going to tell you a story of a little band called Van Halen and how they made okay. money when they were starting off. They're in Pasadena and they got no money. They go door to door. Hello, uh, we were wondering if we could paint the number, your house number on the curb uh, in front of your house because they have the new, if we could repaint it and make it nice. And people were like, no. <laughs> so then. David Lee Roth, he goes and gets a clipboard. That's it, a clipboard. Then he goes to the people's door. They go, he looks at the clipboard. He goes, yeah, hi, I'm here to uh, repaint the number on the front of the sidewalk in front of your house. It's $5. And just, oh, oh, okay, well, here, here's the $5. Like a really? Clip, a clipboard. Oh, God. Bridge, it, it, it's a good lesson in terms of just looking through things to realize what's real and what's a yeah. hoax? He got yeah. a clipboard, and people are like, "Oh, he's an authority figure. You can't go get a clipboard." Yes, you can. Now that I think of it, in that video he did for California Girls, where he was like, "I want to make this song even like sluttier," mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have like women lined up in bikinis, and I'm just like gonna go down the line and like remark upon their their bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it my memory? Is my memory incorrect or was he holding a clipboard in that too? I don't know. Brent, do you remember that? Do you remember that video? California Girls. Not by Katy Perry with featuring Snoop Dogg. Not by the Beach Boys. Not by the Mike Love Experience. Not by Alger Dean and the California Four. Brett, are you did you die of mouth poisoning? Oh, 
No, I didn't. Sorry, I was just waiting for Brent to respond to Tom's question. I didn't want to didn't want to step on. What? Oh, this is passive aggressive. No, I said Brett, do you remember oh, this you, video? Oh, me. I'm sorry. I thought you said Brent. Wait, something wrong. Something might be wrong with these yeah. mics then. Yeah, it must be. Brett. Hit it harder. Brett. Brett. Hit it harder. Brett. See, it happened once. Interesting. In okay. I heard it once. Well, that's my bad. I wasn't even listening to the question to be honest. I tuned out Fine. after Brent. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know what does matter? That people know this you. is double threat. You and, and me. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm one of the hosts, and I'm joined here by Julie apparently Klausner, Anne one of the Margaret's hosts. daughter is uh, oh co-hosting the show with me now. I don't know when Aww. that change happened. Look at that hair. These compliments are so complimentary. Look at that hair. It's like uh, that's that's something else. That's uh, you're you're ready for you like to quote the move Clifford. You're dre you're dressed up for dreaming. <laughs> no, you know she likes her motorcycle, Anne Margaret. Anne Margaret liked the motorcycle. She's bopping around on her on her motorcycle mm -hmm. these days. If you ever see her around Malibu, I, is there some kind of a like? Like I know when you see a trucker, you can make a gesture and he'll honk his horn. But what do you mm -hmm. do when you pass someone on a motorcycle? Flip them off. Oh shit! Because usually they're bye cutting bye through traffic. Nothing. What about worse. bye bye birdie, Brett? Uh, flick them off, you know, like middle finger bird, oh, yeah. bird finger. <laughs> you flip them. You say the, bye bye, bye birdie. birdie. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. See, <laughs> these motorcycles. You ever flipped Anne Margaret off? I'd be so mad, Brett. Oh, I'd I drive straight off a cliff into the Pacific if I if Good. I made that mistake. Yeah, I'm right. You would. I was telling mm -hmm. Tom this week. Uh, Sandy, my 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 uh, uh, one and a half Beloved. year old, mm -hmm. is uh, was a huge. I showed him Bye Bye Birdie this week. He's a huge fan of the intro because yeah. it, it kind of the intro kind of predicted uh, children's entertainment or like toddler entertainment because all like toddlers really respond when there's just like one person to women like pushing their breasts together. <laughs> I mean, that might have something to do with it. You know, uh, you know it you doesn't know. have nothing to do. I'll tell you. Listen, I'll tell you this. It's not. Not zero. If I were the if I were like the judge of a court case and someone was like, strike that from the record, I'd be like, absolutely not. Yeah, no, that's sustained. <laughs> I, 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 well, I was it. well, a, a part of it as well is just, uh, you know, when there's like a, 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 a plain colored background, like a green screen yes. sort of background, and then just one person who's kind of direct, like speaking into camera. Uh, Absolutely. That's how like that's the stuff he responds to the most. And that's like most of what like toddler kind of videos look like. And so I was like, oh, bye bye birdie is kind of a, the intro is kind of like a video yes. for toddlers. It's exactly like that. And that is how um, Tom lost all of his parents' money because Soupy Sales, when Tom mm. was a boy, he said, he's actually more like oh, a teenager. I don't want to talk about this. Well, it's important that we talk about you're this, right, Tom, because there's, right. a, there's something Please, that people... do we have to? We must, because people lose... This happens every day. As Soupy does, Sales goes on television, speaks mm -hmm. right into the camera with a plain background, shoves his like beautiful tits together... Mm -hmm. And says, send me your parents' money. Go in their pockets and their purses and green... wallets. Send me the green stuff to this address. And, again, and that's exactly what Tom did. I, and I, his parents were PO. They were mad. Yeah. I sent him $980,000. He sent him the Sharpling fortune. The fortune was drained that day. The fortune was drained and Soupy Sales... Was he um, a yacht. I remember he bought a yacht 
And, and he never did any prison time. No, but you know what he named the yacht? Kids are stupid. The SS kids oh, are I stupid. Oh, thought, I thought he was going to name it Ocean is the real soup. <laughs> ocean soup? Something like yeah. soup? I don't know. Mm-hmm. He should have named soup. it Soupy Sales. S-A-I-L-S. Oh, boat, my right? God. That's great. I love that. If only but he tr- hadn't died yeah. 38 years ago, we'd have somewhere we could go with this. <laughs> 38 at least. Yeah. More like 1938. Tom really had soup on his face that day. Boy, did I ever. Oh, some soup on my old mug. In my mug and on my mug. You ever eat soup <laughs> out of a mug? You ever just All drink it out of the mug? The best thing to do is to get some lukewarm SpaghettiOs, and I'm mm-hmm. talking about straight from the can. And what you do is you. So you're talking about you want them so lukewarm that what you pretty much do is just turn the heat up in your apartment. That's enough of them, <laughs> them being heated. That it's... Apartment, apartment, apartment. I'm talking about my own breath. How about that? Oh, you're just like, <gasps> yeah, you're good. Yeah, because I do the opposite of low on soup. I try to heat it up with my breath. Like, oh. Uh huh. Like I'm like I'm trying to fog up mm-hmm. a window. Yeah. So this is what I do. I get a can of SpaghettiOs. I don't use no can opener. Gotcha. No can opener. You ever see the French? By the way, French are so classy. They are like the classiest people. They really are. Don't even get me started on how classy oh my, they are. And they eat butter and wine and you're just like, yeah. holy cannoli. That Eiffel Tower. And so they have the Eiffel Tower. They've got like these, they wear these duds. They're kicking around in their friggin' duds, the Roonies and yeah. so forth. So, French women, as you know, the best. They're the best? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But um, I don't know what that is. Oh, I remember. So, they have, any French woman knows two things. Where to get the best skin cream. They won't tell me. I asked them. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing they know how to do is open any wine bottle with a shoe. They say you don't need a corkscrew. You use this. You use a shoe, and there's like a hack that you can do. They don't call That's it a true. hack. That's that stupid. is true. It is a hack. Well, anyway, guess what? It works on spaghettios mm-hmm. too. But that's but I don't do it the way they do it. I take mm-hmm. a high heel shoe and I just start mm-hmm. stabbing until I see some of those yummy circular pastas come yeah. out. Mm-hmm. That's that's when. And that's, then mm-hmm. that that's that's chow time. Okay. Jimmy Jazz rings a little dinner bell. <laughs> He has a bell on, on his collar. <laughs> well, he has a bell on his collar, but I did teach him how to play the triangle. Okay. So if you ever notice, a dinner bell is like a triangle, but it's just not as... Like Lydia Tarr would be really frustrated if you showed up at her orchestra with a dinner bell. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. In my fan fiction... She would like punish you sexually, but that's neither mm-hmm. here nor there. Did you know? So the, you told us a life hack. That's very. I useful. told you a life hack. Um, it basically. Mm-hmm. So when you use your shoe to open the spaghettios, what you might just get is a hole at the top of the spaghettios. But that's okay. good news because you remember those like juice. Are they juice where there's like a can where you just sort of like peel back the foil and then there's sort of like a tear shaped hole and that's just right that's for glugging mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for just for slurp glugging. slurp slurp yeah that's yeah. how you could eat your soup I I like that I like that um so you have these life hacks yes. um somebody told me I'm living a hack life 
I don't know what they meant by that, though. Do you? I think it means that your life is full of these great hacks. Like how Like to... cab drivers or like or like Joan Rivers type stand up comics who are going to back to do their show and they need the help of a young UCB student. Okay, well, I thought you were describing Mrs. Maisel and now I realize you're describing the other the other show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Called and slash or. Yes. Which uh, which I thought was <laughs> I thought it was mm-hmm. about comedy. It was mm-hmm. like, yes, and, okay, and, or. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's about Star Wars. Turns out it's about Star Wars, yes. And, or is, you thought it was going to be like, yes, and, or. That's exactly and that. why I tuned in. And then suddenly you got some robot dancing around. I got some beep boop shit. Yeah. <laughs> Telling you what to do. Yeah. I'm actually working on a show, and I'm hoping that I can get you on staff for it. It's called. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel versus Hacks, and it's only it's like Highlander. Only one can survive. Okay, because as we know, there can only be one of everything that isn't like a white dude. Right. So, yes, there's only well, room for one. Is it in the Marvel universe? No, it's in it's in what I call the Tomiverse, and it's a oh. little weird in there. Well, I still don't understand why Mike Lisks podcast where he watches marvel movies isn't called the marvel is mr michael that's fair <laughs> we well maybe that'll be us getting him to review each episode of marvelous mrs Maisel. maybe we'll call it the, marvel, we make him the marvelous the, mr michael mr michael we make him wear the outfits mm-hmm. yeah uh it's called Make Mike Marvel because Marvel's slogan was make mine Marvel. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's probably yeah. better then. It's an inside uh, reference for the the real heads get it. So, it is, okay. And it has nothing to do with Elizabeth Marvel? It has nothing to do with Elizabeth Marvel. Because I think she's marvelous. You ever I, see what she can do? I mean, acting wise? Mm-hmm. She is a Marvel. Mm-hmm. Brett, you like Elizabeth Marvel? Oh, I love Elizabeth Marvel. Fine. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Brett, you ever uh, play marbles with Sandy? He's um, for he's, he's too young. Yeah, he's a little. Uh, it's, I think it's still a choking hazard. Yeah, but, I but yeah, I think those are, maybe I could get some giant marbles. I haven't thought of that. I just wow. Those are called balls. Yeah, but I'm they have the consistency of marbles. I guess those would be bowling balls. Rocks. If I had a kid, Brett, you're in the sweet spot right now. Sandy's starting to understand things like, my dad, dad, this is my yep. knit quarter, right? Oh yeah. Dad, dad, this is my quarter. 
And then now he's in that sweet spot. He knows the value of, would you like two quarters? Okay, well, you could either have two, but if you lose, you get zero quarters. You could take this kid for a ride every day. You got the ultimate mark in your house right now. What are you paying for him allowance? Forty, fifty dollars a week? What are you paying him? Um, we did. It's a it's a sort of sliding scale uh, right now, so he can make anywhere from twenty to two hundred dollars a month. So it's like on grit. You have like a grit type thing going on. We're selling. Do you know what grit is, Julie? No, I know gritty. Grit was a thing where it's like this newspaper that people sold. Like sell grit and make money. What what was in the? Were there funny pages? I think I'm showing my self that I'm 700 years old right now. Well, you're looking for that. Julie, I have something to tell you that's very important that a fan uh, notified us about this week. I'm speaking ready, of, speaking I'm of gritty. I'm ready to uh, hear it. So the, 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 there are, as far as I now know, there are the Twosome Chocolate Emporium, the Steampunk Chocolate Restaurant, has has three locations. I was aware What's of, the third? I was aware of two. Universal <gasps> Studios LA, Universal Studios <gasps> Florida. The third if there's location, one in Philly, I'm going this weekend. I'm Julie, sorry, it's guys. It's even better. The third location <gasps> is in the Wells Fargo Center, which is where the Flyers play their games. I believe the only asterisk is I believe it is only their milkshakes, but I mean that's their that's their like that's their. Is there a robot? Butter. I don't know. I, this is all new. This is all new. But I know a Tucson. So there's a third like Tucson. Outpo- it's like an outpost in Philly. Yeah, it's like a. It's like sort of a you know boutiquey kind of version of their whole thing. You know, it's like a. It's like a boutique version of Tucson in the mm-hmm. Wells Fargo Center. I'm feeling like I need to go to the real thing before I go to the outpost version. Fair enough. Don't you? Fair enough. I, I agree. But we, we, you know, I was thinking we want to get you to a Flyers game anyway because you're, you know, new celebrity oh, super sure. fan. I understand. Uh, so yes. you can also get a Tusum's milkshake. Well, I'm just saying, it's all the stars are aligning. I'm not saying I'm not putting yes. a timeline on this. I'm just saying I can't see anything bad happening to me physically if I'm at a hockey game having eaten a milkshake. That doesn't seem like no. anything that my body would respond can't to. Can't picture in a anything going sideways. Nothing going sideways that time. At no that you're point. Three hours from home. You're three. You're a full, solid three hours from home by train. And in milkshake time, that's six hours. Milkshake time yeah. is its own. I never yeah. even saw Tenet, but I assume that's what it's about. It is about milkshake time. It's about what happens to my body when I eat, Mm -hmm. like, not just dairy, but, like, there is something about a milkshake that is, like, super dairy. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That song should have been more like, my milkshake brings all the boys to the toilet. (laughs) Because they've got upset stomachs because they're lactose intolerant. The boys are the paramedics. Yeah. They're like, Julie collapsed on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know I'm watching all the Beverly Hillbillies episodes? Um, oh, I heard And um, yeah. I got to the color ones, mm-hmm. which are like really disturbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, one of the most disturbing things about it is they swapped out. <laughs> You're going to hate this joke. Okay. They yeah. swapped out the actor who plays Jethro mm-hmm. with Jethro Tall. I didn't hate it. Okay, well, maybe I did. Maybe you. Look, you can hate what you hate. So, so they're all they're all like driving down 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it's a Tohini, whatever it is, in that big truck. Yeah, they're driving and in Wilshire. Like, Granny, Ellie Mae, Jed, the dog, Duke, and then all the members of Jethro Tull. All the members of Jethro Tull. It's like, uh, whoa, let's go, Granny, go get a cement pond to go over. They, they <laughs> go to that. And then he's like, let's bongo in the jungle. It's all right. That's a flute. Yeah, there's a lot of flute. Um, but um, I was just thinking of like yeah. how much hairier Tull yeah. are than Genesis. Yeah. Sitting with Mr. Drysdale, boom, 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 hanging this out with Granny is in the like cement sort of pond. smoothing his personality over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Drysdale, by the way, no spoilers if you haven't seen the series. At some point, just turns into like Shylock. He just turns mm-hmm. into this like horrible, greedy. Totally Jewish coded, but mm-hmm. ah, what are you gonna do? <sighs> what are you gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do is be a part Get of a this amazing episode of Double Threat. Yes, we, we have, have an amazing episode of Double Threat, and you mm-hmm. are listening to Double Threat. And the reason why you know you're listening to Double Threat is because you hear two funny friends yeah. being eff- having an effortlessly wonderful time, just chatting with each other and being goofy gusses. Yes. It's a good time to be a goofy Gus. And who do we have on the show today, Julie? I can't believe it. We have your favorite guest ever and one of my favorite people slash friends ever. John Kassir is is back on the show? John Kassir is not on the show. Mm -hmm. He is... um, did we ever hear from him after the hundredth episode live stream, Brett? We did not. We did not hear from him. Uh, I have no, you know, that Better either. That you know, it's either. An but int- you didn't like block him or anything. Like, oh no, could- no, no, no. Okay. So uh, okay. I, I, I think my guess is that he has no awareness of any of the uh, sort of subsequent. You know, for those of you who don't know, uh, John Kassir, we tried to get him on for a long time. He finally ended up on the hundredth uh, episode live stream, which you can go back and watch on Forever Dog Plus. Uh, and then he proceeded to uh, what uh, talk over you guys, and then complain that you were not letting him uh, finish. Should we uh, complain too yes. much about Questions. John? Because like, should we should we choose a new past guest that we didn't like to move on to that? Like, huh. do people want us to choose another person that we didn't like having on? To I make think fun there's of? I, I think there's still water left in the old John Casier well. I, I think. Oh, I, I thought you were about to say I think there's at least like ten good candidates for that. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say that also. I was just like, are you kidding? <laughs> This guy's in eleventh place right now, on double yeah. threat. I, I can't w- think of a single one. We're batting. We're you batting point nine nine nine. Brett, Brett, I know you're a lot of things, Brett. I didn't know you were a liar. You didn't. Oh no! no. I, so don't be so proud of it. Yeah. You didn't I, know I was a liar. <laughs> Look, I gotta go. What? Yeah, I gotta go. Put put out. You know, certain fires. Oh, jo- I got certain. You a joker? He thinks he's a freaking joker. He's the Batman villain called the liar. Yeah, the fibber. I'm just saying, you want me on that wall, you need me on that wall. 
What fifth wall? Newton? Sometimes lies. It's a f- from Few Good Men where he's like, you know, you you need want me on that. No wall. one's seen that movie, Brett. We just know the part where he says you can't handle the truth. The real heads know what I'm talking about. Sorkin heads. I, I want to make this offer to everybody out there listening. I call them Dorkins. You call them Dorkins? Yeah, people like Aaron Sorkin. Go All ahead. right, Dorkins. Sorkins, Dorkins, dingbats. I don't Emphasis. lie about important things, and I don't lie to you about important things. That's what a liar would say. A liar would say, I don't lie to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm a liar. Don't worry, I don't lie to you. I wouldn't lie to you. So a liar's lying right there. I sometimes lie on behalf of you for the good of this whole operation. It's ah, just to keep us in the dark with stuff. Who, cool. are, you lying oh, to- cool. who are you lying to? I'm just saying it's messy out there. There's a lot going on, and just sometimes you need someone to to grease the old wheels us? for you. Great. What are you, what are you saying about us? Oh, great. I'm saying great. It's all good. This is all good. This I'm just what, saying. Yeah. This is what I want to say now, if I may have the floor. I want to make this offer to anybody who goes to a horror convention, a sci-fi convention. If John Kassir is a guest at it, like and you're going up to the table to get something signed, twenty bucks if yeah. you record yourself men- talking about one of the following three things: asking him about the pizza that his family made, <laughs> asking him about his giant duckbill hat, <laughs> or asking him about double threat. But you have to record yourself doing it. You can't tell us you did it. You got to record it. And send the clip in. And I'll, I'm going to, can I, can I one up this? If you do all three, I will send you a, 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 a Tales from the Crypt hat, an exact replica of the John Kassir hat. I will go. send it to you. If you do all three. Amazing. Could the why, pop be Why are you sending that and not a double threat thing? Can we get a double threat duckbill hat? Hat. We should have some double threat duckbill hat. We get a hat made hats. that looks like his stupid hat. Yeah. The problem with those hats is, is when you turn your head, you knock everything off the table. <laughs> and that's what happens to him all the time. Somebody's like, John, what? <laughs> oh, well, no. no, one, no one's Thanksgiving calling. dinner. No, clearly, no one's calling for him. Hey, John, you excited about Thanksgiving dinner today? What? Oh, Wait, the he nods. On no, the he, floor. he nods. He nods, and so the turkey like hits the ceiling. <laughs> yes, the turkey bounces up and down. Bring, 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 bring. He's like, he's like, do you want cranberry sauce? He like shakes his head no, and then there's stuffing on both walls. <laughs> yes, and on all over his hat. Then he he just he literally eats his hat for dinner. For he uses the hat as a spoon. Yeah. He uses it. If as you a meet John Kassir, first of all, go to a go to anything John Kassir is appearing at. Mm-hmm. Wait online for his autograph. Ask him, do you ever use that hat to flip a pizza? Yeah. And then say, were your family great pizza makers? Yeah. Talk to him as if you tell him a story that he told on Double Threat as if it's your life and then let him go, oh, my God, that's my family, too. And then I would I would play and you'd be like, you know, I played the crib keeper and I would come up with lines like, I love a girl that'll give you a head and then let you keep it. Like that was that. probably the worst moment of my life when he said that. <laughs> and I 
not like. Are we sure about negative. this one, guys? I mean, are we sure? He couldn't wait to repeat it. He could not wait to repeat it. And like I said, yeah. I'm not a sex negative person. I like dirty jokes. Mm -hmm. I like to go blue. Julie's always telling the raunchiest knock knock jokes. The raunchiest yes. a priest and a rabbi go uh, walk into a bar. Or I'll say like said the bishop to the you know Canterbury mm -hmm. Tales yeah. or whatever like the you know instead of that's what she said like farmer traveling salesman oh uh, the farmer's daughters the farmer are always she involved has, she's got a million of them I I do and yet when John Casier repeated that Bon Mott mm -hmm. yeah I uh... he was more like Bon Not. <laughs> For you. That, thank you. I was like, what yeah. do I do with the word Bon Mott? Yeah. I mean, look, Julie's got these things around the Forever Dog HQ, the Double Thread HQ. We call her Julie the Joke Woman. Yep. Because she's keeping alive Jackie the Joke Man. I do keep him alive, actually, in a... Um... So... And an Arthur Digby Sellers. Head... Kind of... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I thought you were going to say, like, Arthur Digby Sellers. He has health problems. How was he kept alive again? He was on an iron lung. Oh, right, of course. Yes, no, that's exactly what I have. I have Jackie the Joke Man's head frozen uh -huh. inside a, an iron lung. That's amazing. He has Yeah, the iron problems. really insulates it Yeah. from the cold. And sometimes I keep some ice cream sandwiches in there, that too. That would be good, and you could even probably keep them in his mouth as a way to just grab them real quick. <laughs> like you'll open his mouth. <laughs> like the opposite of like a bank with a coin slot because for me the big problem is yeah i want an ice cream sandwich but i don't have the three seconds <laughs> it takes to grab one so you load it into the mouth of a human head frozen in a uh in, in an iron lung in a, in a refrigerated iron lung <laughs> But my point being that I've I've got a real filthy mouth. Yeah. And yet that joke and his retelling of it and his joy around it mm -hmm. made me um I was so sickened by it. I mm -hmm. I, I said, I'm joining the convent. Mm -hmm. And I and I didn't so instance because they wouldn't let me. And so I said, I'll go to a costume shop. So I bought a, a nun's outfit and I realized this is funny as hell. Mm -hmm. It was that's you ever very walked around funny. in a nun's outfit? No, I haven't. What did it feel like? I'm definitely one of those people who can't tell the difference between good attention and bad attention. Mm -hmm. So it felt pretty good. That would feel pretty good to be like dressed like a nun. Walking Dude, around I, I New York. Yeah, like I realized I got the attention. And I'm, again, didn't know if it was good or bad. Like when I let loose, like when I walked mm -hmm. like an Egyptian. Yeah. When I would shoot, yeah. I shot hoops. Mm -hmm. I found like a playground where these kids were playing basketball. I swooped the basketball. I like tried to dunk and everything. Yeah. They said, oh, sister. I said, Sis I said, sisters are doing it for themselves. They it's very didn't true. think that was funny, but I did. Mm -hmm. Um. I bought a pair of like Ray Bans and ate a slice of pizza backwards. That's cool, like Poochie. Like Poochie, yeah. I got a skateboard. So 
the longer the day went, the more fun I had. Mm -hmm. And then I realized at the end, like, this is not about John Kassir at all. Yeah. That's what we intend to realize. Yeah. Sometimes I go through all these things and then I realize I'm talking to the man in the mirror. Yeah, exactly. Yes. We'll play man in the mirror. We'll fade that up and post. Mm -hmm. Very good. Mm -hmm. And uh, Brad, I just want you to mark, can you mark three quick edit points? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, That was just one right there. Mm -hmm. You talking. Got it. That's number two. And got that one. Now, the third one is all the stuff you said at the beginning of the show. <laughs> do you mean to leave your responses? Or yeah, just yeah, I do. Okay. Yes, please. Yeah, because I'm going to loop in uh, my pal uh, George Clooney. Wow, exciting. He's going to be the new voice of the engineer producer of Double Threat. He's got a great voice. He really does. He really does. Luck be a lady tonight. <laughs> That's not how he sounds. It is. That's him, right? George hey, Clooney listen played Sky to Masters me. And... You're with the fella you came in with. Luck be a lady tonight. I don't think George Clooney was in Guys and Dolls. He was. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that wasn't George Clooney then. It was Peter. Peter Gallagher was in Guys and Dolls. And he was also in Genesis. But then when he left and then Peter. Peter Gallagher was not in Genesis. Are you talking about the guy with the the eyebrows? Yeah. Peter Gallagher. Are you thinking of Gallagher? Now that is an idea. Peter Gallagher is Gallagher. We get the sledgehammer. The sledgehammer. So P- Peter Gabriel. Julie, my mind is blown. You'd think it wasn't <laughs> 420. We're recording this on 420. What about the Gallagher brothers in it too? Get the Gallagher brothers in it. Get Peter Gallagher, who also the Gallagher brothers have impressive eyebrows as well. They've got great eyebrows. So, what is with these Gallaghers? So they're in it. And then we get... They should have dancers, and we call them the Gallagher's gals, <laughs> right? And we get Gal Gadot. Gallagher Gadot? Uh, we get Gallagher Gadot. If she started doing shows with a giant mustache on and a, and a, bur- a cap. I think Wonder Woman should just start smashing fruit in the next movie. Yeah. That'll be her, like... um. Because don't superheroes have like a big famous weapon that they have? Like, this is like my famous sword. Oh, they boy, do they ever. Do you know what her weapon is? A lasso. She's got a lasso of truth. Right. She's also Not got an, anymore. An, it's also, a mallet. She also has an invisible plane. I, okay. I mean, is she invisible when she's in it? Good question. Brett? Because if I was riding an invisible plane, you'd be like, who's that lady wearing like the most comfortable looking pants I've ever seen? Just flying (laughs) through the air sitting. Watching Little Shop of Horrors again. Yeah. And like alternating between sweet and salty at a rate that is genuinely disturbing. To where at one point somebody's just like, you sure you just don't have to sweet and salty at the same time? 
first to do my Cheetos and then the Raisinets and now I'm up to the and then I'm like shit this is the greatest idea we've had so many great (laughs) ideas on this episode Gallagher Gallagher Godot Gallagher Godot Gallagher's in the invisible plane I just want a I want a small part of one of these movies where I play the slob who's mm-hmm. on the plane with her with my socked mm-hmm. feet also cry Oh you can see her what's the point what's then What's the point Actually it's, it gives you more of a target I know to it's shoot also at that's it. not invisible that's glass That's a glass that's from the TV show Boo Boo I agree I want to be behind her Socked feet, crisscross applesauce, mm-hmm. sobbing at a movie. Like, what's an example of a movie that you don't cry at when you're not on a plane, but when you're on a plane and you're emotionally volatile, you're just like, oh what God. was the what was the uh, Queen Latifah Morris Chestnut basketball movie? Anyone? Oh gosh, I don't know, but that seems like a perfect one. I mean, Saw I don't think a there's plane. a movie I have not cried at. Saw it on the plane, cried on, on the plane. The plane. I cried at the BFG mm-hmm. on a movie, on a I mean, on a plane. And there's a whole sequence where everybody just farts for 10 minutes. In the BS, BFG? Well, it really is BS. Mm-hmm. It's BS. See? That's what it should be called. Sure. Is that what the F stands for in BFG? It's the F word. That's what it stands for. Oh, oh big, big farting giant? It may as well have been. No, that's a big. It's a terrible giant. movie, but planes do something to you emotionally. By you, I mean me. I watched all the President's they... Men on a plane. That one didn't make me cry. I was just confused by how much coffee everyone was drinking. What the? Have F we is... discussed this? That's like one of those movies where someone comes over at ten thirty and they're like, "Would you like some coffee?" Uh huh. Well, I just want to say, well, it's more uh, chestnut. As as has been mentioned, we got we got a really exciting guest coming up after the break. The one, the only, one of our favorite guests, Jackie. Wait, we Hoffman. didn't even t- say who it was. Hold on, we didn't even say who it was. We didn't. We didn't. No. We never got there. We talked. We never I, did. I said John Kassir, and then we went on a fifty-five minute. Oh we went on God. another thing. Wait, yeah. Tom. So wait, Tom. Seriously. Yeah. Who's on the show this week? My all-time double threat favorite guest. The one and only Jackie Hoffman. Jackie Hoffman show. is on the show, and this is huge news because she is doing a couple things coming up, and people need to know about them. And we're also just so excited to check in with her anytime, mm-hmm. but we're especially happy to talk to her today. So, coming up, Brett, what can we expect? Oh, it is our 420 episode with Jackie Hoffman. We're recording this on 420. Jackie Hoffman's going to be here. It's going to be a big party, and you're all invited. Coming up after the break. Tom, look who's here. Oh Tom. my goodness. What? Tom. What? Now? What? Tom. What? Tom. What? Tom. 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 Look who's here. What? It's Jackie. Where? In Where? front oh of Oh my our God. Faces. It's Jackie. I have my favorite. My favorite guest in the entire history of double threat. never gets old hi how are you jackie i'm good you i do just beautiful wanna, i just want to clarify something for the audience i said that queen latifah and morris chestnut did a basketball movie together uh Sorry, queen jackie, latifah did a movie called just right with common not with morris chestnut morris chestnut did like mike I'm mixing my 
basketball movies up. But when I saw Just Right on a plane, I cried my eyes out and then got back on Earth, told people about it, and they were just like, what are you talking about? That is not a sad but it was the airplane, the the flying high, yeah. and makes me all emotional sometimes. There's something about seeing a movie on a plane that makes you cry. Jackie, mm. have you ever had this experience where you've seen something in the air and you're like, well, that was strangely emotional? Well, being on a plane makes me cry. Okay. <laughs> so why and, and but I focus more intently on the movies because it's my right. only hope, the mm-hmm. distraction. Are you convinced that it's going to crash? Um, not that it's going to crash, but that it's going to shake a lot. And I'm going to humiliate myself in public, like what I do for a living, like mm-hmm. shit your pants. Yeah. Scream. I once had a screaming. Ep- I've had screaming episodes. I've had I once on a jet blue one that was really shaky. I made th- this poor couple. If I could find them and make amends, I ruined their honeymoon. How did you do that? Nobody like I was screaming for my lorazepam and I they wouldn't give me any water. And the stewardess, it was shaking violently. And the steward, the stewardess, listen to me from 1960, it's... like Mad Men. the flight attendant was strapped in, into the chair. Like, I can't get up. They won't let me get up. And I was mm-hmm. carrying on so much that a woman a few rows ahead passed back her bottle of water. Amazing. Her personal Oh, that was nice. That's yes. That's I when mean, it was still, was in, when it was still the friendly skies. Sure. And I, I will. Yeah. You Go ahead, don't Tom. worry. Just don't worry, Jackie. Don't worry. You say stewardess. It's flight attendant now. What you missed before this episode, before you joined this episode started, it consisted of us talking about the Beverly Hillbillies, uh, the shocking moment when the series went from black and white to color. We talked about <laughs> that for a good five I, minutes. I can't deal with right we now. Talked, That's a good five minutes to talk about that. I Mr. mentioned. Drysdale. Thank I'm, you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I mentioned Grit Magazine, which was this thing that you sold the kids. It was in the back of comic books. It was like. Get your sea monkeys and sell grit. So this is not, this is not oh, exactly and then skewing we useful how, today. How Tom sent all of his parents' money into soupy sales and bankrupted yes. them. Yes. Oh. Which was humiliating. Yeah. He, 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 one dollar at a time. All the pictures of George Washington. Yes. When he said send in. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, it was a funny bit. I mean, I will say this about lorazepam. Um, I know that if you bite it and let it dissolve between your gums and your cheeks, it'll work real fast. Wow. That's a good so tip. Thank you. That's, that's, a, wow. that's one on tip. Okay. Yeah. My next tip for you is if you can't find a stewardess, flag down a candy striper. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Or look for the rag man or the ice man. Any of the. Oh. People I from... loved my I we when I was growing up that uh, the Iceman came and he had that big pincher, the big tongue. Pincher he had that ju- that, yeah. that single tongue, and you were like, mm-hmm. "Is that was that used for phrenology before the? <laughs> like, what is that? Why does it look like that? Right? The thing that were you? Yeah, delivering babies in an you know unethical way previously. My. Late mom had a theory that the reason I'm blind in my right eye is because she, oh, I was almost a cesarean and they p- pulled me out with forceps. I was, I was oh. a tongue baby too. Tongue baby. <laughs> I was, I got me the, too. I got the tongs. Is that true, Tom? No, Brett said that. 
I, I was a four set baby a as well. Baby? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They went in there and and grabbed me on our side of the head and just pulled me out. I mean, man. Well, not, not only did they grab me, but they flipped me. Like I was on the grill. Mm-hmm. If I was if I was a kielbasa, yeah. Like the bottom was done, mm-hmm. and they had to like flip me and then yank me out, and apparently, mm-hmm. like for a pretty long period. Of my babyhood, there were like bruises here. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and then just kind of a oblong, not quite. Oh, here's another, uh, uh, you know, right hot off the presses reference. Not exactly like Vincent Price's egghead. Yes. Yeah, sure. but you ended up with a beautiful sweetheart shaped face, and I have that like long Celine Dion head. No. Yours no. is more slenderizing, though. I'll I swap with you any day. My head will go on. <laughs> I've heard your head will go on, Jackie. I've heard all kinds of good things about your head. Hey. Great, great reputation. Back from Chicago. It's weird for me to be here with all these tong babies and forcep babies. I got. Why? What were you born with? I showed up. I walked on out, and I walked right out of that hospital. Cool as a cucumber. What, like, hello, my baby, hello, my darling? No, I just, I had sunglasses on. Oh, please. I said, what's up, Doc? I said, yeah, you don't smack me, I smack you. Right, kid? And he slapped him in the face. And he went to smack me and went, "Uh uh-uh, not so fast, pal. Speaking of sunglasses. I was basically Robert Evans when I was. Oh, Robert Evans? I was thinking of, like, a cool guy from Greece, and I was going to make the transition about Greece. Oh, that would have been amazing. I was thinking about it like can still happen. The T birds. Yes. And the 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 cool basically the coolest and frankly youngest guys ever, which mm-hmm. were the people that John Travolta hung out with in the movie. And yeah. on the flip side, the young ladies in the film Greece from 1978. Mm-hmm. Who were the pink ladies. And that brings us to the new TV show that Jackie, you are starring in. Yes. You are all over the come on, don't do that. You're all over the trailers. Yours is the first voice you hear whenever you see a commercial for it. Not all over the show. But who cares? Doesn't matter. Trailers are what matter. Doesn't matter. They gave us they gave me a pink ladies jacket. Really? Because this show is called Grease. No. Colon. It's called Rise. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. It's called Grease. Col- Grease. Colon. <gasps> Rise of the Pink Ladies. My apologies. I did not know that Grease was in the title. Yeah. Well, you got to. That's Julie. where the money is. Julie. <laughs> come on, Julie. Seriously. Julie, just listen to me. Julie, gotta know is- how fr- Julie. I don't know how franchises work. We were Julie. just talking about Marvel this and. Yeah. And Batman that I don't know this stuff. Julie, just rise of to... the Beverly Hillbillies. Yes. Oh, now I'm listening. Just pay attention, <laughs> Julie. Just understand this. Grease is the word. Come on. I know Grease is the word. Is the word is the word is the word. I loved in the first, the original Grease movie when they were doing the dance to uh, Summer Nights, and then the one member, the one member of the T Birds, uh, slipped on his ARP card. <laughs> I'm not saying the cast was running a little old in that, but he was like, but does she have a friend? 
boing, and then he slipped on his ARP card. That guy needed just got these, hip these surgery before the actually, shoot. Yeah, these kids are actually youngins. They're no, not teenagers, yeah. but they're in their twenties. They're very young, like early twenties. Yeah. Well, what is yes? What is your relationship with the original movie? The relationship is that I saw it in the movies and I loved Eve Arden, and now I'm playing yeah. the Eve Arden part. So amazing. That, what more do you need? Here's some. That, do you want some Greece I love that trivia? That was who you connected to. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. That that that's who yeah. popped for you as a child, and then you're now you are an eighteen year old. You were a child. I was a teen. Looking around to say child. Um. Do you know who was supposed to originally play the gym coach in the original Grease? This is real. I'm not joking. On on Broadway? No, in the movie. Oh, the gym coach in the original Grease? No. Can I guess? Well, you know who did play was uh, Sid Caesar has the part in in the yes. finished movie, but he... He replaced somebody that the studio would not approve that Alan Carr wanted for the part. Richard Simmons? Rodney ha Dangerfield. Harry Reams, the porn actor Harry Reams. Oh, I never guessed that. Alan Carr said, you have the part, and then the studio said, no, you don't. And he ended up he ended up paying him like five grand to just be like, I'm so sorry. Here's five grand to to for your Harry for your Harry Reams was like he's like, I'll do another movie called Grease. <laughs> is that the same Alan Carr that programmed the uh Snow White Oscars? It is. Yes. Wow. The great Really, the only good Oscars when you think that about it. He's got nothing but good ideas. And yeah. Bruce Valanche wrote a play about it that I did a play reading of, and it was pretty good. So about it was Alan a play Carr? about him Alan producing Carr. It was a play that. About Alan Carr and the Oscars. Wow. And did he? Did Bruce write for those Oscars? Yes. So he had like a front row seat to that a, that, a part that debacle. It. Um, I would love to read that play. That's fascinating. I I wonder um who did you play in it? Oh my god, I don't remember. Because there's some great cutaways in the audience if you just watch the Snow White opening. Like Kevin Klein has never looked more confused. Mm -hmm. Um Martin Landa's having a great time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a little bit like watching the people react to the Ariana DeBose number mm -hmm. where like Jimmy Lee Curtis is like yeah this is the greatest and everyone else is just like kind of frozen I gotta look at this because Alan Carr also produced Can't Stop the Music the Village People movie was oh. I think I think that's what he followed up Greece with was Can't Stop the Music where finally Nancy Walker behind the camera, village people in front of the camera. Right. How did Jackie, it not... can you text Bruce Valange right now and ask him who you played in that in that play? And just tell him this is could you just say emergency? Yeah. <laughs> just be like we'll dictate the um, message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hi Bruce, emergency. Please respond right away. 
it's truly life or death. This is truly life or death. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and say, I would answer it myself. I have a question. I would answer it myself, but it takes a valanche. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. It's going to confuse him. <laughs> truly life or death. Who did I play? Brett liked that one. When we did your reading of the play about Alan Carr. Mm-hmm. If I don't find out the answer, they're going to kill my family. I am in danger. If you don't, <laughs> if I don't have the answer in fifteen minutes, they're going to kill my family. <laughs> they already chopped off my thumb. The they're I not like. messing around. They're already chopped my thumb off. They are not joking. <laughs> These guys are tough customers. And by the way, if he writes back, we have a lot more to ask. Yeah. He's going to write back, who is this? Perfect. Yeah. Then we'll screenshot that. And that'll be the art for the, the episode. And that'll be the new key art for the uh, Pink Ladies poster. Yeah. The reviews are in. Who is this? Bruce Valanche. Rise of the Pink Ladies has what? These Pink Ladies, what are they doing? Are they are they having sex with each other? What are they well, doing? Are they having sleepovers? Are you in, are you in charge of saying stop fucking each other, you kids? That's that's <laughs> off camera. That's why we were delayed for seven months because of yeah. COVID. Because they told them to isolate, and I think they kept stooping each other. Mm-hmm. They're so, kids. Yeah. Uh-oh. There is there is one like in the finale. I did exactly what I didn't want to do, and luckily I didn't have to do it all season, which was like a go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Boys were mooning. There's like a lot of mooning in the show. Okay. Oh, good. I love it when they moon people in in the movie. I guess that's what people did in the fifties. They ran. These are my, this is my did. favorite parts of the movie. They mooned Sorry, each Tom. other. They ran behind the DDT truck and they hated people that didn't look like them. Do you remember in the Wild Ones, Brando, and that was like an evil motorcycle gang, but their evil was that they would go to the soda shop and put their feet on the counter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. kids, you're ruining yeah. this town. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, someone smoked a cigarette. You know, they were bad. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> now six-year-olds are shooting their teachers. Yes. <laughs> and... And people are cheering for it. I When I grew up, that was the only way to go to a friendlies. Like, you couldn't go to a friendlies without putting mm-hmm. your feet on the counter. And if and they gave you a cigarette with your little Reese's mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. I remember I'd go into Fribble. I'd go into, into friendlies. I'd say, give me a Fribble, Pops. And uh, the guy <laughs> behind the counter would be all scared. Yeah. Those were the days. So in the wild ones, when they say, what are you rebelling against? And he says, what do you got? He was, he was literally asking. He had no, he didn't know what the answer to that <laughs> he was question asking was. asking the guy yeah. at the friendlies counter what the flavors of the day were. Was it mocha fudge? Yeah. Butter brickle. Butter brickle. Um, is there a scene where, I'm trying to think of, the, my favorite parts of Grease, the original Grease are, first of all, that illustration of Stockard Channing that looks like the 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 cartoonist like she killed his family. <laughs> like what did Stalker mm-hmm. Channing ever do to the man who like or the person who drew her with that giant turtleneck and then the turtleneck comes down 
And all of a sudden, it's not even that she looks old. It's just like, what did you do? Like, even Mad Magazine would be like, hey, Mort Drucker, like, give this another pass. Mm -hmm. She might see it. Maybe they were trying to make her look tough. Rizzo was tough. Maybe. Okay, so I'm going to say my favorite parts are the part in Summer Nights where they go, oh, I like that. Okay. You like that? I like, yeah. I like uh, Crater Face as my favorite character. Kaniki? No, Craterface, the the bad guy they race against. When they oh, show up, sure. remember the born to hand oh, yeah. drive Cha-Cha, dance. Is Cha Cha in Cha Cha with Craterface? No, there's there's lots of fun little extras and surprises, but I don't think we have Cha Cha. Okay. But there's oh, you know big, big music, mm-hmm. dancing, big numbers. Who wrote this? Who wrote the music? Um, Justin Tranter. Do you write the music and the lyrics? He, the, he like, writes for the Gaga and, you know, oh, he's, wow. very, he's he's huge in the pop scene. Mm-hmm. Do you and get to sing? I do. I have, I sing the type of thing you'd expect me to sing in episode two for a little bit. I'm old. But um, <laughs> in episode five, which will be uh, streaming on April 27th, episode five, I have this fabulous fabulous rock <gasps> number that's so fucking good it's Ooh. so i can't believe how good it is oh my god meaning because it talks about voting because it's about the school it's all about the school election and how a girl I love it president and so it's kind of brill it's kind of great do you and get to was- wear um you have i imagine you have cat eye glasses yes i have really cool glasses and you know vintage with the very tight waists you look good, don't you? Is it? Are you like looking in the mirror and being like, "This is a really good style for me"? Well, yeah, I, I like to call it my era. Any fit and flair. Oh, a fit and flair is the mm. thing to do. Because without the flair, then you're just doing a pencil. I'm so excited about this show, Jackie! This, is, this cool. is such a this is such a good idea. Do you think that it's like targeted towards teenagers, or it's just about teenagers? Both. I mean, it's got gravitas and it's interesting enough. It's not like stupid, empty dialogue or right. plots. It's okay. got like it's got like some weight, but it's, you know, like every they're all great singers, but they all sound like, <laughs> you know, like every no matter who it is, mm-hmm. except for me. Okay. Let's see if we heard from Bruce. Did Bruce write back? Did we get Bruce to write back? Oh, my God, Julie. No, I got an e- I got Julie Klausner who said yes. Hi. Oh, sorry. That's like the worst consolation prize ever. Now, no, speaking please. of, if I can make a segue, I said you're threatening suicide if you don't find out. We'll see, and Thank I'll you. let you know when I hear. I'll let you know when yeah. I hear. Okay. We'll see if he cares about other people. I'm just thrilled. I didn't I'm just glad I his number. I'm like, shit. Do I have his number? Of course, I you have his number. Now, Jackie, you said what was Julie's uh, message there? Because I said, am I visible on this thing? And she mm-hmm. wrote, yes, hi. Speaking of yes, hi. Be visible, hi. Get ready for this. Watch this segue. Tom's Speaking of right. hi, Jackie, you have a new show you're doing over at Joe's Thank Pub. You. See how we do that? See, Brett, send this to the Paley Center for Podcasting. Segway department. Send it to the Paley Center because I haven't seen people this pale. For a long time. Yes. So your <laughs> show is three pale people riding segways through the Paleys. 
the Paley. Yeah, the Paley's. It's over. Who has weed? Yeah, that's it. That's the name of your new show, you pothead. Are you high right now? It's 420, baby. No, I not not yet. Um, but the the minute this gets turned <laughs> off, the minute I hit okay. that leave button, I'm hitting sure. the weed button. Okay. And of course, that's when Bruce is like, "Let's get on the phone." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll actually work. Mm-hmm. We're great. In fact, you better record that. If you don't, I'll never speak to you again. What about edibles, Jackie? Do you eat? Do you smoke? What do you do? Do you vape? I, used, I I've tr- I've done everything. I did the vaping for a while, and I loved the convenience and the cleanliness of it. But the severe burning sensation in my lungs. You're a singer. Scare me. It's like a little. Yeah. Hard. You're a singer. That must be scary. Yeah, and then I so I I I do like smoke traditional flour. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not great for the throat and I love the edibles, but you know, it does, it, it is a creeping thing. It's like, wait, is it, is it working? Is it, is it, is it? And uh-huh. you're like, oh, you know, regulating the strength of it and the timing and it's a challenge, but I do love the edibles. Yeah. Time delay is so scary to me. Like even at a restaurant, like between when I order and when the food comes is really stressful. <laughs> what restaurant would stress you out with that any you know? restaurant that t- listen tom you and i have this in common we both like a buffet i like a buffet uh brett brett had an uncle jackie not an uncle jackie he this had an fun. uncle you'll like this story jackie. what is your uncle's name again uncle joe. joe uncle joe joe no uncle joe was a larger fella he's a big guy he's a big fan of buffets all you can eat, the all you can eat variety. He goes to an all you can eat buffet, and he's rocking this thing from every angle, right? Oh yeah, cleaning them out. And what does the owner? The owner comes over to the table after a point and says, what? "On his, uh, I think he had just made his fourth trip uh, up to the buffet, and the owner came over and he's like, you know, hey, everybody doing all right? Doing everybody, you know, enjoying their meals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he leans over to my uncle and he goes, uh, "Hey, you've, uh, you think you've had enough there, buddy?" <laughs> at a clearly marked all-you-can-eat buffet i mean time of death unknown cause of death heartbreak embarrassment yeah that would make me say you know what watch this yeah joe did two more trips i would say watch this i was wrapping up but now i got the the eye of the tiger <laughs> I'm going yeah, I'd back be like, up. I'd be like uh, Velma in Chicago. I'd be like, watch this. I did a self-service thing once at like a, a salad bar thing, and I get it up to the register, and I said, how much is this? And the guy looks at me and goes, too much. <gasps> uh, <gasps> oh, my gosh. God. Yeah. I, Jackie, once went to Whole Foods with their steam, their trays and whatnot. And I brought it, brought it up to the register, and they're ringing me out. They put it on the scale, and the person said, wow, this is the heaviest one I've ever rang up. <laughs> and you're like, are you talking about the food or the man in front of you? I was like, fair enough. Maybe don't need to 
get mashed potatoes from you, but when when I had a my own trailer once back back in the day, once upon a time, I asked the teamster to make it cooler in there because it was too hot and I was sweating bullets all the time. And he said to me, This is the first time an actress has ever asked me to make it cooler in here. Oh, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Look, we've all been horribly like, insulted by this. I was life. like, I also write, and he was like, eh, "I'll always make money more money than you." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Fair enough." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Really, I'm in charge of everything," and I was like, "I know." I would so tell us about. Oh, sorry, Tom. Go. I would have said to that guy, "Tell me." I would have said, "Yes." No, I'm not. This is not what I would make a joke about normally. I'm making this joke as a way to hurt somebody else. I would have said, "Hey, how do you know when a teamster?" is dead and then he would have said i don't know how i would have said and then if i was you i would have said well the donut falls out of his hand (laughs) then he would have been oh and i would said wait no one more one more i would have said (laughs) hey what did jesus christ say to the teamster and he would have said what i would have said jesus christ said don't do anything till i get back (laughs) <laughs> now these are not just i am as union as can be shut oh, it down wga listen book of teamster jokes but if we can't laugh tom yes tom worked on his teamster jokes before the writer's strike because yes. that's how much he loves unions yes i love teamsters yeah there, you can't spell teamsters without team without team yeah there ain't no team without teamsters Please don't be. Yeah, because teamsters. I really went into this business because I wanted to work hand in hand with the mob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like. No, then to be Who fair, you're right, Julie. Not having an eight thousand pound set piece fall on my head. Sure. Yes, I like to show up on set and be scared of my coworkers. Because they're in the mafia. <laughs> and that's one of the great things about show business. You have people that are like, I can tell you everything that Truman Capote ever did. Yeah. And then other people that are like, I killed someone last week. <laughs> yeah. So Jackie, tell us about your, your new live show. Ooh. Well... <laughs> It's called It's Over Who Has Weed. It's about the world ending, but in a fun way. It's uh, the usual, unusual Jackie shtick of original songs, original music, just like Julie does in her show, but I did it first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's true. And I learned I learned it from watching you, Mom. Monologue <laughs> shit in between. And I'm I'm wearing a Kardashian jumpsuit. Jody. Wow. Jody said I should say I got the ass taken in. Good American? Yes, good American. And I didn't know who that was, and I found out it's Kardashians. So talk to me about this jumpsuit, because I tried on a couple of them. And are is it a is it like one of those like stretchy denim ones? No, it's black sequins. Oh, I didn't know they had sequins ones. Are they, um, it's, it's is it like a crossover in the front with short sleeves? No, no, no. It's it's very sneeistic. It's, uh, it covers the chest and it covers the whole arm. Ooh. 
I want to see this. This is yeah, this is reason enough to buy a ticket. I'll I'll send you a pic. I've never seen you in a jumpsuit. I know. I usually don't. I usually don't like the ass and the legs that well defined. Jackie will usually do a usually a dress because that leaves like some waist is a nebulous thing. And she also shows off her decolletage with which is outstanding. Jackie Hoffman has big breasts and a small waist, but there's always sequins. There's always some shine to it. And like a kitten heel. Am I wrong about the if kitten I can heel? get away with it? Yeah. Uh, the arms aren't, you know. Oh, please. I see nothing. I see nothing but pure gold. And what are the new songs? Ooh. Well, there's the title song, It's Over. There's one about everyone who's judgy, judgy on Twitter called Better Than You. Mm-hmm. Like that. There's uh, one about lantern flies. Oh, I hate those lantern flies. I killed so many. Um, what? Oh, there's one about Vancouver, and there's uh, <laughs> I do the theme from the movie Grease interspersed with very funny monologues. What is the Vancouver song about? Well, Jackie had to spend like like That's all a, of COVID Vancouver. in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. It's so, about Vancouver, and it's about how you dislike it. You got sick of it. No, no. It's kind of like a. Uh, the sun hasn't come out here yet and the land we belong to is wet you know it's just about how <laughs> mm-hmm. sure <laughs> you spent so much time in Canada it was in so the much last fun. three years it was supposed to be like a four month gig and it did turn to seven because everybody got fucking fucking COVID mm-hmm. you carried that gig to term Jackie Oh my God! Our leaders would be proud, like the uh, like Octomom. Now, Tom, you've never seen Jackie perform live, but it's really special and wonderful. Oh my God, it's wow. very it's it the stuff between the songs and the chat is so seamless. Mm-hmm. It's not like that thing of like now she's gonna talk and now she's gonna sing and like oh yeah. I hope this next part like you're not like anxious you know there's that moment sometimes with performers where like you're like oh no now like it's gonna transition like there's just something as soon as she's on stage you're just with jackie it's the jackie show and it's so comfortable because her songs are in the same voice as her jokes and her conversation and so you feel like you can relax and you're in the hands of a master Mm -hmm. you don't feel that awkwardness when you go to a comedy show or a one-person show and you're just like why do i feel embarrassed for for them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes i am i've been denied the privilege some have said that a a jackie hoffman show is oh girl oh moreover keep it please Toward you, toward you. That's an amazing yes. Wow. You know what? Good job, Kardashians. That's yeah. a cool outfit. Shocking. And then this st- someone brought it like a stylist, and he says to me after, you should wear skims. Thank you. <laughs> and then before for the pr- premiere of the Grease Party, mm-hmm. I actually I never wear Spanx in that shit, even though I should, but I, I, I never, you know, because... 
it's not comfortable. I know my cunt will suffocate, but yeah. it, it, it was like amazing. They, I took them out of the box and they're like, it's amazing. It's but like, they oh, stretch, right? They, they don't, they don't, not nearly enough. I mean, I've tried it and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like magic beans. I, when I did a play with Christine Baranski, you know how freaking skinny she is. She wore yeah. two, pairs. she wore two double spanks. Why? Uh, well, darling, it was so she looked good in the form-fitting oh girl. Baransk. Baranskadanska do. Well, have you considered wearing uh, Kanye's abandoned uh, Puma sneakers with them? Yeezys. <laughs> I guess they'll go on sale. Yeah. Well, listen. I know they're not difficult. <laughs> if you well, find in the clearance bin, listen. I would like to get him to see your show. I think it might change his mind about you know what. He already twenty-one Jump Street softened him up. I do. Uh, I in uh, a tribute to my mom. I do a number in Yiddish, so I think that <gasps> actually. Find that very moving. Vamir Vista Shane. Are you kidding? Did you no. see my show? Wait, did you do you do that? Yeah. You do Vamir Vista Shane? Yes, and my husband plays the trumpet in it. Okay, Tom, ready for something that you didn't think was possible? What's that? Besides me guessing this? Jack. Oh, was... A one, a two, a one, two, three. Vamir Vista Shane. By me, Mr. Shane. I don't know the next part. By me, Mr. Ainer Shalom Secunda wrote that. I love that you do that song. Don't give people the wrong impression. The show's not heartwarming. It's nasty and funny. I know like, it's nasty uh, and one, filthy. One moment. I still think it's important that people hear you sing Yiddish. With your husband on the trip. That is fantastic. I love that. Well, Jackie was also in. So Tom and I were doing this thing recently where he was recommending sports teams that I follow. And I was recommending musicals that he watched. Yes. And I recommended two musicals for him. One was Assassins and the other was Fiddler. Mm -hmm. And Jackie was in an all Yiddish production of Fiddler that I saw twice. Me. Yes. And in both um, productions or in both performances, I cried like I was on an airplane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. It was so moving. I, uh, I wonder, do you think that that would be a good first Fiddler for Tom to see if he hasn't seen Fiddler or should he start with an English version, do you think? Well, I don't know how he'd see it. It's not playing and it hasn't no, I been. I guess not. Hmm. I'm actually. But Tom, you have consented to seeing Fiddler. Is this correct? I am. Yes, I actually have tickets for an upcoming production out here. Uh, it's Chris D'Elia and. Um, sorry, no. I... Starring Kristen Chenoweth as Golda. It's Kristen Chenoweth and Chris D'Elia. Yep. In Fiddler on the Roof, it's all the, everyone name everyone in it is named Chris, Kristen, it is. It's Christian. It's an all Chris production. Yes. Okay. 
Trivia, where's your horse? <laughs> now, so you're saying the show, the did your show is mean and it's got teeth. What's like? What's the what's the line for a Jackie Hoffman? What's too far for the stage? Is there something you said? I even I can't do that. Ooh, well, I also talk about this. There's a lot you can't do now. Mm-hmm. So that's of a whole. That whole area is is strange and s- stepping into a world of fecalness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but martin short saw the show and his line was uh because my i'd say all this offensive shit that i'm not supposed to say mm-hmm. like on on twitter and my social media and then all everybody i work for calls my manager and complains and my manager tries to calm them down by saying that's jackie she's a curmudgeon and i say curmudgeon is jane austen for cunt <laughs> <laughs> did marty have any helpful hints did he have any notes he did he did not he 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 kissed me repeatedly oh heaven 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 above did he come with andrea Yes, and I told them I they did one of my favorite SCTV things together, which was scenes from an idiot's marriage. And the all-time great Jerry Lewis. This marriage is nothing but sickness and death. You would hear from my lawyer. His name is Sven Gunderhaven. Sai Hooden Guy. Sven Gunderhaven. Sai Hooden Guy. Sven, Sven, gun, gun, duh, haven, haven, Sven, gun, the haven, shy, hood, You know, they're all still friends. Isn't that sweet that they have a, like, an email chain, all the SCTV yes. people? It's amazing. Can you imagine yeah. if there was, like, an email chain where all the SNL cast members were still talking like that yes. would be the most insane thing ever. Yeah. People are getting it'd be like mad. all the members of the UN being like, Hey guys, how's everyone's Tuesday 420. Yeah. yeah. And then people would be like George co uh, texts yeah. way. My too John much. Lovitz bounced back. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all been waiting for John Lovitz to bounce back. Jackie. Yes. Uh-huh. So when is the show? Tell people when the show is. Well, there's one Monday, May 8th. So all you Broadway and off-Broadway performers, mm-hmm. I have a Monday for you. May mm-hmm. 8th, May 18th, and May 23rd at 9.30. That's then- the show we call the scorekeeping show, the one where Jackie pays attention to who showed up and who didn't show up. Yeah. It's the no That's excuses night. No, but it's the Monday no excuses. You are not working. It's Monday yes, night. Yes, and I'll be wearing my no excuses jumpsuit. She's gonna got. She's gonna have her good American jumpsuit. I'm gonna be wearing my. It, it looks exactly like a like you know parachute pants. This one looks like an actual parachute. Just a, <laughs> one of those parachutes they used to give you in gym class with a hole poked in the middle, and that's where my head will go. <laughs> the, with the pants where the materials like like windbreaker material. Yes, it does the exact opposite thing to my cunt than your spanks do. 
<laughs> I once wore those like in the 80s and I was wearing the parachute pants and I was like jogging down the street and this guy said, that's right, chubby, keep running. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Gotta Sick love world. New York City, I guess. Sick world out there. I don't Do you like ever wear it. them with no panties? Seems like that'd be a real nice vortex. I can't. I can't do commando. Nothing Why? for Solange. What is he doing? Like seriously, this is prime text returning time right now. Yeah, it's not Shabbos. There's well, no award show. Maybe he's, not, he's probably on the road. You don't think he has like Siri say text from Jackie Hoffman? Help, oh. Bruce. Does that exist? <laughs> like phone call from penitentiary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. know how many prisoners are yeah. calling you. Is that where Joe's pub knows to center its mailing uh, list at this uh, point? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I need to get a prison pen, pal. Prison guards are outside Joe's pub trying to catch strays. I had a, got, like, you had a prison pen pal? I had a prison pal and I sent him uh, photographs. Not naked ones. Okay. Just no. cute ones. And mm-hmm. then, uh, shit, my husband's here and I don't want to tell the story around. No, it. tell it, tell it. <laughs> He's <laughs> heard it. Poor bastard. <laughs> so I tell him I'm leaving. When he got out, he came right to my apartment from prison and I tried to fillet him and he oh my God. away from me. I freaked him out. So now I can say that I was too aggressive to blow someone who had just gotten out of prison. See, when people talk about prison reform, <laughs> they are not thinking outside of the box. Outside yeah. of my box. Yeah, there you go. Talk about uncharted territory. Everyone's been inside of Jackie's box. Yes. You know, Jackie Hoffman. Where are you you're going? Just, where's Steve going? He's getting a haircut. Finally. I wasn't going to say anything, but it's about time. I got to tell you, this is, you heard of the age of Aquarius? This is the age of Jackquarius. Yes, oh, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it, but Julie said it. It is the you age got of Jack Quarry. So much going on right now, and and you're in everything, and you're doing everything, and everything's just catching fire, and it's all so mm-hmm. great. And I'm so happy for you, and I I can't wait to see your show in May. And I have uh I have time in May, and I have Monday nights in May. Now that I'm not um. Uh, you know, uh, replacing Maude Apatow and Little Shop of Horrors anymore. Um, I am free. Turns out I was um, never asked. Mm-hmm. So that happened, but I am going to be okay. Okay. You'd make a great Audrey. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know if that's. Well, the new girl looks fabulous, Joy Woods. She looks fabulous. Have you seen her sing? Oh, She's still gorgeous. Still at the West Side Arts thing? Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, it's the same one from like a couple of years from before I, before COVID yeah. that Christian Borrell was in. Right. Um. But um. No, I am completely free, and I can't wait to see your show. And I'm uh excited about. And where is Greece? Where is Greece? Rise of the Pink Ladies? Is that on 
Paramount? Streaming now on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Okay, and I do have Paramount Plus. Every Thursday, there are new episodes. Every oh, Thursday. Oh, new. I don't have Paramount Plus. You are Paramount Plus. It's I don't. Like, I didn't buy any channel that I'm on. I'm no. just, you, I you like that. You gotta be a billionaire to yeah. watch the television. You these do not days. have to be a billionaire. You just have to subscribe to something, watch the show you want, and then cancel it right away. Yeah. Then escape. What you need to do is write down when the thing renews. Mm-hmm. Um. No, Greece, Rise of the Pink Ladies. It's very exciting. Finally, Jackie Hoffman, the role that she wanted to play Literally as a was child. Born to play. Because in 1972, when we first saw the characters of Frenchie and Rizzo, we wanted to know, what's their backstory? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh. Somebody yeah, make a prequel, damn it. What, yeah, what's going on with duty? Do we have a duty? Do we have a duty? Said the casting director to her, to her cat in the morning uh, when she got her smoothie ready for the day and tried not to think about what was going on, and then went out into the Vancouver. I want to say sunshine. Um, what about this, Jackie? The fall of the T birds. I like that. The. F- Oh, Rise of the Pink Ladies Fall. Yes. Of the- so yes. the next season uh-huh. is like, sorry, guys. Yes. You're on your way out. Mm-hmm. And you know who's in charge of their uh, their uh, undoing friggin' Cha-Cha? I like that. Cha-Cha Di Gregorio. And I know Danny Bernstein, Bernstein plays someone called Johnny Bravo. I love Danny Bernstein. What was her last name? Di Gregorio? Yeah. Now, isn't that a grocery store in here in New York City? No, it was D'Agostino's. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like it's an amalgam between D'Agostino's and Gristini's. I feel like, mm-hmm. cha- but don't you feel like there's a world in which Cha-Cha's father owns both of those supermarkets yeah. <laughs> and they're infested with rats? That's one of those things where it's like, would you like to bag your own groceries or would you like to have a rat do it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jackie, thank you so much for coming on the show. I will be at Joe's Pub. Tom will not, as sadly he is stranded not. on a desert aisle. I am. Where I, is he? I'm in Los Angeles, Jackie. Oh. Yeah, I know. That, no, that's where it's at. It, it really is where it's at. You throw a I rock. Have a, I have an episode of iCarly in the can. I like. And I'll be <laughs> watching it on the can. I can't I can leave. <laughs> Watch it on the can. <laughs> well, we love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You know you're welcome anytime on the show. And please get high on lots of weed and do yeah. something really freaky and groovy. Jackie, you are my favorite guest that we've ever had on Double Threat. It's and true. I only feel you say that more strong. No, no, he I doesn't. Do not. He does. I do not. Jackie, Jackie. I swear on Seriously? my mother's eyes, I swear I do not say that about all the he guests. Really, he really doesn't, Jackie. And I only feel more strongly about my opinion. Thank you so much. The, I wish I was there to see the show, Joe's Pub. I will come and represent both of us. Yeah, or I'll I'll bring it out to LA and three people can go. Oh, I will be one of those three. 
Thank you. That's all I need. Thank you. Okay. All right. We Thank love you, you so much. I love you too, guys. Okay. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Happy Bye. 420. Oh, my God. Jackie, Jackie Hoffman. Hoffman, the best. Best the in the biz. The GOAT. You go see that show. If you're anywhere near New York City, you go to Joe's Pub and you see that show in May. May I see that show? You may. Now. Okay. Brett. Oh, yeah. This is. What a pleasure that was. Yeah, that was fun. The three of you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a Three legends. Julie, can you imagine what a treat that must be for Brett? I can't believe it. To get to hear that and see that in real time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a treat. It's I wish I gift. had something like that in my life. Sometimes I'm tempted to just spill a milkshake on the mixer just so I could be the only one that ever heard it. Sure. What is with all the milkshake talk this this um this episode? I feel like we're um being do we have like a secret sponsor or something? Are we uh, secretly being sponsored by by Sonic or something? I've never uh, been to a I'm, Sonic, by the way. I'm being sponsored this. by 420. I'll tell you that. Are you high uh, as hell? No, nah, not 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 that high. No, not that like, high. What do you mean that? How high are you? Just a normal amount. Just a sort of standard. Just a kind of when you say normal, are you coming? To, you're coming to work high every day. I'm not high. I you know it's just a I'm I'm. Brett. Brett, be honest. I just had, I had a little bit earlier today, just uh just what, to, just to smooth the no God what no. What you have a little bit of that stinking? Why you laugh like that? No, I just mean not edible because because like Jackie said, then you're just you know, then you never know, you know, then you're just like a ticking clock inside of you. I, I like to you're know where I'm at. Vaping in the parking lot. Yeah, I had a little bit before, just to, just to, oh, just to, yeah. just to right. smooth the edges off, you know. Sure. Just you uh, think there'd be more snacks at the Forever Dog? Pl- no, where, where do you think they all I'm went? Saying. Where do you think they all went? There is oh, the answer right there. Yeah, there you are. Now he... Ooh, ba- ooh banana bites. Yeah. Mm, speaking of me getting the munchies, Pringles? I do think this will look good in my stomach. <laughs> this next clip is of me eating everything in the kitchen. Brett just makes like it's an episode of Double Threat, so it's all justified. <laughs> Speaking yeah, all, of being it, hungry, right. because I got There's hot. transitions. Yeah. Like speaking of uh, wheat thins, yeah. I have some jam to put on them. Yeah. And he'll just speaking be like, of yeah. jam and wheat thins, it would be ridiculous of me not to have some coffee with this, with milk yeah. and sugar. Yeah, wheat thins and jam and coffee. Well, speaking of 420, did you see? Um, I uh, y- uh, using uh, uh, just using sounds from the Double Threat soundboard. I made a little a uh, 420 jam for our listeners Ooh. and posted it on Twitter. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see that yet. Not yet. No. No. Could play it for you now if you want. Um. Yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit of. Oh, it. great. Okay. Cool. So this is this is a 420 jam. Uh, just using. And you a, made this? Yeah. Yeah. Just sounds from the soundboard, and I found like a wow. kind of royalty free EDM uh, track to put put behind it. Um. And uh, had, yeah, had some fun with this. So let's see if this, uh, see how this, let's see what kind of headspace this puts you in. To Smurfy for the song. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. And it's kind of a um, small Dean Grady's Jerry Seinfeld. 
type of uh, wow. thing with just a dash of how I met your mother <laughs> thrown in for good measure. Okay. Did I say let the conversation begin? I'm not paying attention. I faced worse than tablespoonfuls of cinnamon during my life. I masturbated. I'm Robert Pattinson, asshole. I'm Beefsteak Charlie, and I'm warning you. We're going to open seven days a week. We're going to get all their prices up. Do you feel blamed? Are you mad? Do you feel like Wolf Bob Rutland? That's a little jam for uh, our listeners to enjoy on their on their 420 or any day at all. Wow. Oh, thank you. Brett, that was truly impressive. That was amazing. That was so cool. As soon as I saw it was almost three minutes long. I'll be honest. I said to myself, what are we doing here? <laughs> then the thing starts playing within 20 seconds. I'm just like, still, what are we doing here? Yeah. I still had that yeah. hanging around. Fair. Getting toward the one minute mark, I said, still, what am I doing here with this? What are we doing here? But then, it's the greatest thing I ever saw in my life. Suddenly, the switch got thrown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm realizing this guy... You're one motorcycle helmet away from being uh, the new Daft Punk. Oh, wow. Wow. That was impressive. I How pre- long that did that take? Uh, that, that took a little while. Work on, you yeah. know, I, 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 when I was putting together the soundboard, I was like, oh, these, these could, yeah, they could, mm-hmm. some of these kind of play well together. So I've mm-hmm. just been tinkering at it for a sure. while. And I thought, hey, 420 is a good, yeah. is a good uh, time to 
premiere it. Mm. Uh, and I am by this point, it'll already be up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It loops really well. Mm. Uh, so I'm gonna put up a sure. uh, four-hour version oh, uh, on YouTube. Oh, good! Yeah. Uh, just yeah. so uh, if you want, if you're just kind of in the zone mm-hmm. and you just want to keep going with mm-hmm. it, uh, you'll have a four-hour version mm-hmm. that you can kind of just you know ride that wave for a while. So uh, yeah, do you know what sound is not? It has everything on it. Every sound except one. This sound. Hey, Brett. It's Amy. I'm just leaving another message. I'm not sure where you are. You said you'd be home a few hours ago. You said you were working on something for Double Threat, but. Uh, you should have been done by now. The amount of time uh, you said you Daddy, needed. Daddy, wipe I'm my hungry. Butt. Daddy, I'm Daddy, hungry. Wipe my butt. Daddy, there, where's the food? Daddy, I'm hungry. Feed me. That's I the only also, sound that's not on there. Red, hey, I'm mention- just making sure you're okay. Like that call. <laughs> just make it. Just let me know you're okay. That's all. I'm not mad. Just let me know you're okay. And then she sees what he's working on. It's like, he's not okay. And I am mad. Suddenly Brett <laughs> is trying to figure out. He's like, Amy, let me just show you. I want to A-B something with you. I got the uh, the thing here with uh, with the guy doing the cinnamon challenge. I just want to see, like, which of these do you think works best? <laughs> I got four different versions. Just watch these and just give me notes. Do you think I'm cutting away from that into the dad on uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure too soon? <laughs> <laughs> I will say Amazing. I can't believe this is 420 and not mm. what's the ketamine holiday? <laughs> I think it's any day the with PCP, a number in it. It's like PCP <laughs> Christmas or something. Yeah. <laughs> the um any, I meet these other podcast producers, and one's dumber than the next, to be honest. <laughs> Kevin from Hollywood Handbook. Holy crap, is that guy stupid? You bleep that out. Um, no, he listens to this show. He'll love it. Okay. He's as dumb as the day is long. Think he's adding anything to the show like that? No. Brett? Brett's just like, yeah, I made something new. Fits right in. Elevates the show. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the idiot who produces podcast, the ride, for example, I've met that moron here in the halls. What's his name? Uh, uh, I'm currently, uh, are you thinking, <laughs> do you think this guy's so stupid, Julie? How stupid is he? Oh my God. You try to talk to him. You're just like, does this guy even know what words are? Uh huh. Not like all producers. Do you ever see him like using the microwave as a toilet? (laughs) (laughs) Or like like, as a television being like, why can't I change the channel? It's even worse, Julie. This this TV only plays the popcorn show. Twice I caught him using the microwave as a toilet. (laughs) Once I caught him using the toilet as a microwave. microwave? The first time was a mistake. The second time was for fun. This guy... Second time he's like, I like the way my popcorn is. I like the way, my, and it's like that's not popcorn. <laughs> um, yeah, this guy's really. Are stupid. the urinal? Do you guys use those lifesavers as like urinal cakes over at Forever Dog? Oh, there's no more. So there's no more urinal cakes here because the producer podcast the ride kept putting candles in them and saying it's my birthday, <laughs> and he'd blow them out and then eat the whole cake. More for me.
Happy birthday to me. And you eat the lit candle. <laughs> That's the spicy part. Yeah. yeah. It burns. <laughs> this is the soft stick with the yeah. spicy tip. But these That's shows. A candle. <laughs> yeah. These shows have nothing on us. That's Their right. producers are terrible. We got the best producer in the biz. Best of luck to you. We got the secret weapon. Brett Boehm. And a knife. And a knife, yes. Those are the two secret weapons we've got. A knife. We have three. Mm-hmm. A knife, a, a hammer, and Brett Boehm. Yeah. And I have the knife. You have the hammer. Brett is allowed near neither neither not allowed we put him on top of the refrigerator he can't find him <laughs> he can't reach he can't reach yeah because if i get my if i get my hands on one of those items then these other podcasts are really in trouble yeah there's only one scar brother left <laughs> <laughs> and he does not have any facial hair because he shaved him first the worst the part is julie there's only one scar brother left and it's half of each one because that's what Brett, it's half of Randy and half of Jason. They put them back together and make one Sklar brother. Well, I got, what? JD? I said I got spooked by the second one because I was like, I thought I already I thought I already took care of you. I thought I killed you. <laughs> I already killed you, <laughs> bastards. Oh, you're back alive again. I heard about this. Brett never heard Ah, of you're a necromancer, eh? Well, here's my Brett magic. So, Brett was so freaked out by twins that he killed the Sklar brothers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then he, yeah. There is a case here that, that Brett is putting together of all his, he calls it his conquer case, and he has in it the other half of, I couldn't tell which Sklar brother it was, is in there. In a big formaldehyde jar. Big you know, just, formaldehyde jar. Sure, yeah, we don't want it to yeah. get smelly in no, here. No. It's like We're, Hannibal Lecter's storage unit. Yeah, it is like Hannibal Lecter's storage unit. You know what the newest addition to the to the case is, Julie? What is that? Jesse Thorne's arm. His arm? Yeah. What did he do to his arm? He lopped it off with the with the machete. I gave him a choice. Why? I said, "Which one's your good one?" Yeah, and he and he pointed to it, and then that's the one I cut off. He thought I was going to go the other way with it. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Yeah. He's a nice. He's a nice enough sword. Yeah, he's a nice. Uh, what are you doing? All right, guys. Everybody, thanks for listening to Double Thread. It was a fun one, and we will be back next week with a new episode. So. Subscribe, rate, review, all of it. We appreciate and everything. Thank you so much to our guest Jackie Hoffman, and uh, thank you to Brett for that insane unhinged video that you mm-hmm. made. And and make sure that when you're listening, you do lots of drugs. Dad grass, dad grass, there and you go. mom grass, and mom grass, and baby bear grass. Yes, exactly. All of the drugs. Just make sure you have a mm-hmm. a good guide. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, 
please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.